1: My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning life coach and mentor, two times best-selling author, law of attraction YouTuber, speaker, and badass entrepreneur. My mission is to awaken and inspire women to turn their dream life into an abundant reality and to help them create their positively wealthy life full of abundance, happiness, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. So thank you so much, guys, for joining me for another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. Today, I am so excited to have the wonderful Nick Pigeon with us today. Nick, if you don't know, is a best-selling Hay House author, award-winning positive psychologist, twice-certified high-performance coach and investor. She is the founder of the multi-million dollar brand Unstoppable Success, creator of the Positive Psychology Coach Academy certification, and her mission is to help millions of people change their lives through positive psychology and entrepreneurship welcome to
2: the show Nick thank you for having me I'm so thrilled to be here
1: oh I'm so excited and I wrote a list this year actually of like the guests I would love to have on the podcast and ironically before your team reached out I did put Nick Pigeon down so I was like we've manifested manifested it (laughs) I love it Awesome. Okay. So let's get into things then. So one question that I love to ask every guest who comes on the podcast is when did you spiritually awaken? What's your story?
2: So I feel like my spiritual journey really began in my teenage years and it began through the books that I was reading and the process of really practicing listening and connecting in with my intuition. I read a book by Greg Braden called The Divine Matrix. And I remember when I read that, it was like, it just like hit me like a landslide. It was all about how time isn't real and very spiritual book. And I loved reading that. I used to just devour all of the Hay House titles and just started to read and learn and listen. And I think looking back, when I started to listen to the guidance that I was getting from the inside, that's really when I started to understand like how life can unfold in a very beautiful way. Back when I was 17 or 18, um, I had an intuitive hit to completely change my career direction. And I was supposed to be a mechanical and automotive engineer, but I just had this like powerful, like, you know, that like gut, like, wrenching like oh my god I have to do this and it was saying to me that I needed to go and study psychology and I'd never studied psychology ever at high school in my life so it didn't make any sense but for me my spiritual journey has been so much about trusting yourself and trusting that voice and that listening and just knowing that that inner guidance is never going to serve you wrong
1: It's so true, isn't it? And I think so many people can probably relate to that story where they've had those hits of intuition and it's not made sense at the time. And I had something very similar um, when I had my original business eight years ago, which was a couponing and money-saving business, a so very different to what I do now. Obviously, I was known as Coupon Queen. And I just had that hit of, like I knew about law of attraction. I love law of attraction. I was really like going, going all in with it. And I thought, you know what? This is what I want to do. And it made no sense. People thought I was mad for like going from one industry to another industry. But we're proof that you know we have to listen to that. We have to trust that guidance. So, um, what a different career path
2: <laughs> for no, you. Right? Imagine if I was like in the bonnet of a car <laughs> right now. You're too <laughs> glad for that. <laughs> I still love cars but it's it's been amazing because now I'm like I'm almost 35 years old and I've been doing what I love for the past 13 years so it feels really special to have forged a career from that decision and from listening to my intuition so that step by step over these last kind of 10 20 years however long I've just got more and more and more into alignment and I've just loved my days more because of it
1: Mm, I love that I love that so your company then is called Unstoppable Success and I know many listeners here are business queens um, but also you know success can mean different things to different people so what does unstoppable success mean to
2: you so my big mission is really to help more women live with joy personal power and that sense of unstoppable success within yourself first and then experiencing it in your reality. So for me, unstoppable success is a feeling. It's a knowing inside of you that you have full certainty and you're always going to be able to do anything that you put your mind to because you're never going to give up on yourself and you're never going to quit. So I always say the only way that you can fail is if you quit. So feeling unstoppable, it's the cultivation of that inner strength that then like just like you spoke about your manifestation like you had that feeling and that desire from the inside first and then you were able to witness it in your outside reality so a lot of the spiritual tools that I use things like kundalini yoga which I've been practicing for nine years now that is probably my business biggest business secret that I've got because I'm like It's the best tool. It gives you so much clarity, so much connection. It builds that unstoppable feeling. So then you go out into your day and you're just like, cool, everything feels better, lighter, brighter, easier. And you're more inspired and you're getting all of the downloads. So I think it's a real opportunity when we talk about unstoppable success to recognize that it's not just the material. It's also the feeling on the inside as well.
1: Absolutely. Couldn't agree more with you, Nick, because I've gone on that journey myself, like obviously with manifestation, like having all those, you know, big goals of like business success, book deals, all of it. And I hate all of it. And then was like, oh, I have this gaping big void within me that fills so much unfulfillment. Hang on a minute. I thought that all these things would bring me happiness. I thought all these things would fill that void. So um, it was a big realization for me of like what my version of wealth was and what my version of success was. And also a big reminder of like, actually, maybe it's not all about materialism. Maybe it's not all about that. And there's other aspects to success. There's other aspects to wealth. So I think it's a, a great conversation to be had because I think so many people will relate and be like, hmm, I do feel like Nick and Emma, or, you know, that makes a lot of sense. I need to I need to hear that today. So um, I love that you bring that up because it's important. Yeah. So positive psychology then. I'm so fascinated to hear what positive psychology is so how can we use positive
2: psychology to live a happy life so it's the science of thriving and it's a an evidence-based body of work that tests interventions and runs experiments to show us what it is that's going to allow us to flourish within ourselves, within communities, within organizations, relationships, and like the world at large. And honestly, when I I first started studying positive psychology, everyone thought I was weird. Because back then in 2010, or maybe even earlier when I started studying it, maybe 2008, um, nobody knew about it. It wasn't in magazines. It wasn't on the internet. It was like this weirdo thing that everyone on the degree course that I was doing it with was like a lot older than me. And there was like a lot of like meditation and things and it just wasn't normal. So the fact that positive psychology is now mainstream just shows how powerful it is and how powerful that ripple effect is so that we can start to really recognize in our own lives the shifts that it can bring so a lot of the um ideas and the concepts in positive psychology aren't new so it's things like gratitude or um understanding your strengths and what you're good at or finding meaning and purpose in your life these things have been spoken about for many years in religions in philosophy by your grandparents But what positive psychology does differently is it actually tries and tests what works within those specific topics or constructs. And then it gives us the proven tools and we can then say, okay, we've got these 100 different tools and we're going to use that one if we're feeling anxious or we're going to use this one if we want to raise our prices in our business and we don't know, we don't feel comfortable or confident to do that. So I really love that it is a simple science that's proven and honestly, the results and the transformations that I've had in my own life, but also that we've been able to support our students with as well. It's really, really special.
1: I love it. And again, like you say, it's finding those tools those methods that really work and really get you the results so like you say like if you want to feel happiness use this tool if you want to manifest more clients you know use this tool so um I love that I haven't actually heard of it before so um it's great to learn a little bit more about it but like oh actually that sounds really good I love that and I'm sure it's all in your book now is your chance as well um so what are your top tips then because there are going to be so many coaches listening. I coach coaches, you coach coaches. So there are going to be so many coaching queens listening. And I think every single one of them is going to love this conversation from you, Nick. So what are your top tips for women coaches who are just
2: starting out? So in terms of like growing your business, it always starts with you. And it's not just for coaches who are starting out. It's for all of us at every step of the journey. And I think one of the misconceptions of coaching businesses is when I get to that particular point in time or that level of success, I'm going to have made it or it's going to be easy. And I used to think that I was like, right, when I reach six figures, it's I'm going to, I'm going to be there. I'm going to have like all of the money. It's going to be like, I'm going to be done. And then I was like, oh, when I get to seven figures, then I'm going to be successful, (laughs) then I'm going to be done. But what I found happens is at every phase of growth, there's a different challenge and a different opportunity within that phase of growth. Mm. And in positive psychology, there's something called hedonic adaptation. So what happens is as we grow and we reach our goals, we are moving on to the next thing so quickly. So Uh, The invitation really in our coaching businesses is to practice continual enjoyment of the process whilst we strive to reach our goals. Because if you get to, I mean, we have a multi million dollar per year business now. If you get to a multi million dollar per year business and you've hated the journey along the way, what was the point? Like, coaching really gives us the opportunity to drop into the design of our business in a way that feels fulfilling for us. So that's why positive psychology is so perfect for coaches because you get to learn so much about who you are and how you work and you get to design your business based on that. And what's really cool is when students come through the positive psychology coach Academy certification and they kind of come in thinking one way And they come out of the other end after the eight week transformation, like, oh, my goodness, I'm actually going to run my business this way or I'm going to build my team that way. And it's never about me or another mentor or a coach dictating what our students do. It's really about that kind of um, like the breakthrough and the, the unpacking and the understanding of who we are as individuals and really owning the fact that we get to design these lives and these businesses on our own terms. So I think it's a. When you're ready to
0: pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue You can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door.
2: to enjoy the process along the way and to remember, like, you get to do it your way as well. You don't have to copy the way that other people do things, you have to do it the way that feels really, really great for you.
1: Mm, and I think that's such an important point to make because I think I've definitely fallen into that trap along my journey. I think probably all of us have, where you fall into that comparison trap, or you're like, Well, so and so says this, so and so says that. And I say to even my clients, I'm like, Take what I'm giving you as advice, but if it doesn't resonate, scrap it. Try what feels good because like you say, not one shoe fits all. And we aren't always gonna resonate with every single tool and every single strategy and every single method that is out there, but it's finding those things that feel in alignment, that feel good and create these good feelings because at the end of the day, it's all energy and we're all here for manifestation. So if it's not feeling in alignment and it's not feeling good, like that's not gonna be an energy of receiving or abundance or expansiveness. It's gonna feel like constrictive and stressful and burnt out and icky. So I think it's all about the energy. And I think a lot of the time what I hear people saying is like they're trying things that do feel icky and not getting results. But actually when they try things that do feel good, they see ease, they feel ease, they feel flow, they see the abundance because they're listening to their intuition and they're listening to what is gonna work best for them. So um, I think that's probably the best advice you can give Nick because I fully agree from my perspective and I'm sure so many people will be relieved almost to hear that of, you know, do it your way because that's always the best way at the end of the day so common mistakes then Nick so what common mistakes do you see coaches making
2: big one is trying to do too much so there's something that happens when you launch a program or an offer and you sell some of them it's very easy to get excited about going to create the next thing And actually, I mean, I learned the hard way with this as well, because when I grew from from when I started, I did 35K in 35 days, and then I did my first $100,000 in three months. And from there, I was like, right, okay, I need to go and launch a different program and I need to launch it every month. And then I want to launch a digital course and I want to have group coaching and I'm going to do live events. And all of those things are great. And we still do do all of those things. But I look back, and if I had have just chosen the, the one that brought us the most consistent, predictable monthly revenue, I call it the driving force of your business. If I had have identified what that was sooner and I had of doubled down on that sooner, I would have been way more successful, way more quickly. So I always invite our students to fully maximize the offer that they are sharing first before they pivot and change to a different offer. So I have a system that I walk people through called the nail it and scale it method. And it's usually, it's not the same for everyone because everyone, just like we've said, gets to build their business on their own terms. But what I see work well most of the time is starting with one-on-one coaching. Because it means you get to work closely, test your systems and your methodologies and your frameworks, get some amazing results with your students, leverage those testimonials and shift from selling one-on-one to selling Mm one-to-many, build your audience in the meantime, then go and sell online courses and memberships and grow from there. So I think there's a lot to be said for simplicity.
1: Absolutely. And I feel like that's probably one of the biggest lessons I've learned over the last six years with my coaching business. Like I feel like, especially last year, I felt, I think lockdown in 2020 brought it to up to the front anyway, but I feel like last year I just had this epiphany of like, oh, I love minimalism. I love decluttering and my business feels so cluttered, full of products, full of offerings, full of everything. And I, I didn't feel burnt out. I didn't feel like I was at my sort of, I'm doing too much, but I felt like there was just too much. There was just too much Mm -hmm. in general. So for me, this year has been a decluttering process almost where I've really thought, okay, some of these things have been around for a couple years now how is that feeling is it still feeling in alignment does this reflect my work and who I am here in 2022 is that what I want to move forward with and I think it was really liberating to do that and expansive because it then created the space for a course to come through that I actually have wanted to do since day one and I wouldn't have been able to do that this year had I have had all those other containers or had all those other things so um, I do think simplicity is key sometimes and I think some people People can feel that they have to keep hustling or keep pushing or keep launching or doing all those things to, like you say, create that consistent revenue or get bums on seats and you know, build it all. And I just think sometimes less is more. It's definitely the term in manifestation, but from like my experience, I don't know about you, Nick, but I always feel less is more.
2: Yeah, totally agree. I totally agree. And I also recognize the like the power in that, even in the spaciousness. And just how much you can grow through that one of my character strengths through positive psychology that I discovered is intellection. So I actually need a lot of thinking time to be able to do things really well. And that's when I feel most creative. So if mm-hmm. my calendar is crammed full, I'm also a projector in human design. So if it's crammed nice. full, there's no space, no rest, then I'm <laughs> like, everything like is a mess. So I think we've seen in the coaching industry a big shift in perspective over the last probably three years where previously it was Gary V, hustle hard, work more, pack your days. Now it's like, actually, that's not the best way to do business. And I really am a hard worker. I believe in hard work. But how can you do less and also create more? One of the things that I um, love is, how good can you feel? How easy can it be? So I'm a huge stand for health and vitality and energy and really, really looking after yourself. And that's one of the things that comes through our coaching programs, People are like, whoa, like I've never been in a mastermind or a certification where I actually am able to give myself permission to feel good. And I just think even that, like if you can go into a coaching container where you can work with your students to help them out give themselves permission to feel good like what an amazing profound thing
1: 100 100 and our mantra here is do less attract more so oh, yeah we're all here for it absolutely and I just think it's so important because like I think so many entrepreneurs hit burnout I hit burnout end of 2020 and it was just a time where I had a severe hormone imbalance like my body was just done and I literally just couldn't do anything I had to take a whole month off and just recover and since that point like there's no going back like I'm not doing any of that again and I feel like even that permission and that awareness has just transformed so much where I was hustling to be like, I need to create this. I need to create the abundance. But actually, when I took that step back and realized that's not healthy, that's not going to serve me. And that's not serving my clients and my followers as well. um, Abundance flowed and I was supported in that space that I created. So um, the universe always meets you. The universe always supports you is the message. (laughs) so my last question to you today then Nick is what is one piece of life advice that you'd like to leave my lovely listeners with
2: oh I feel like for the past two years I've really been in a process of getting more and more into alignment with myself getting more and more into integrity with my truth and really focusing on navigating challenge with more grace and ease. And I think that one of the things that I've learned is that it doesn't have to be so hard. I think in the past I was the girl who was like, oh my goodness, like everything feels so tough and it's gonna be a drama or whatever, like growing up as a teenager. And now I'm like, actually like, even though things are hard, like how can I approach this with curiosity? How can I choose the most compassionate, loving response? How can I like be in relationship or be in communication just from this place of non-judgment? And I think as a coach, to be in that curious, non-judgmental place and choose to do less, attract more, choose to feel better and navigate things with more grace and ease, it's always going to give you that better, richer More joyful, aligned experience of everything that you do in life.
1: Mm, I love that so powerful, and you know, definitely, I agree that I'm sure so many people listening can agree with it as well. Because I think I can definitely relate to that in terms of when crisis or adversity would hit, or stress, or a situation. You know, I would just freak out, be like, "Oh my god, how am I going to handle this?" Like, it would just feel like the end of the world. Whereas now, obviously, I've done like lots of work around that, definitely. But now I just like you say, navigate it with what's the opportunity here, like what is presenting itself here, like I may not be able to see it right in that moment, but that there will be an opportunity, even if it takes a couple of weeks or a couple of months to see that. So. It's always so important to, um, like Nick said, yeah, have compassion, have more love, um, you know, be more gentle, give yourself permission. All those things are um, stuff we don't do enough. I definitely agree. So let's talk about your book then, Now Is Your Chance, published by Hay House. So what can we expect in the book and where can we get it?
2: So the book was actually dubbed the Bible for happiness, which I'm so grateful someone said that because it's it literally gives you a tool or a positive psychology intervention that you can use every day for 30 days. So it's a guidebook to help you live your happiest life. And you can either do the 30 day challenge and do it kind of from start to finish. I've also loved using it as like an Oracle deck. So even though it's a book, like flicking it open at one page and just choosing that intervention and choosing to be guided and just do whatever comes through.
1: I love that. I love that. So where can my lovely
2: listeners find you, Nick, if they want to learn more about your work? Instagram is where I love to hang out. So I'm Nick Pidge on Instagram and the Unstoppable Success podcast as well. And like you, I love having amazing conversations and it just feels so personal, doesn't it? When you're doing solo podcasts or interviews, just to really be able to powerfully connect. So they're my my two favorite places amazing and what's next what's coming up for you I'm actually writing another book so I'm writing a positive psychology book which is going to be a positive psychology informed approach to suicide prevention and that sounds like it's very kind of opposite to happiness but it's actually one of the most inspiring empowering joy-filled processes doing this research because I can just see how important the work is and the impact that it can have. So I'm really, really excited for that book to um, come through
1: amazing well good luck with it it sounds very very needed and I'm sure will help so many people and of course I'll put a clickable link to all of Nick's work in the description below so you have an easy accessible link but thank you so much Nick it's honestly been such an honor having you on thanks for being an amazing manifestation and um, I'm sure everybody has taken so many amazing pearls of wisdom from today so thank you so much thank you So thank you so much, guys, for joining me for another one of my podcast episodes. I really hope you've enjoyed Nick and I's conversation today. As always, you can find a clickable link to Nick's work in the description below. And if you want to find out anything more about myself, my coaching, my videos, or anything else that I have to offer, you can find it all at emmamumford.co.uk. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and listens. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because I would love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where I can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things law of attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you're up to, and I'll see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love.